Welcome to the SWB Crawler Cast. I'm your host, Nate of SWBCrawler.com, an off-road enthusiast site devoted to the Jeep Wrangler platform. Welcome back, all you wonderful listeners, to the SWB Crawler Cast. Here we are at episode six. Today is uh, Monday, January 18th, and uh, I'm recording in the bitter cold. Uh, as you can probably tell from the background noise, I'm still recording on the go. I tried uh, pretty much all week last week and most of the weekend to find some time to get away to record in a nice secluded area at home, and it just didn't work out. Uh, so, I don't know. I guess I'll just have to record on the go when uh, when I can't find some time at home and uh, record at home when I can. Um, I think I think it'll be worth it to, to try to find some time at home, give you guys a better quality podcast. So, it is still very cold here in Pennsylvania. Um, it seems to be the new normal. We have a, a mild November, December, and then a bitter cold of January and February. Uh, last year, I remember some temperatures getting down to zero or below. Uh, and this year, it seems like we're right on track for that. Uh, this morning, I believe the temperature was in the teens when I left for work. Um, I had to stop for gas, and I think my uh, I think I lost a layer of skin on my face. That's how, how cold it was. I, uh, <clears throat> I generally grow a beard over the winter, uh, mainly for hunting season, so uh, I, I don't like having things on my face, like face masks or uh, other other things to cover up my face and, and mouth and nose or whatever, uh, so I would grow a full beard just long enough to keep some heat on my face and keep the, the, the elements away from my, my skin. Uh, this year I, I took it off. Uh, just before Christmas because it was so warm and the beard really didn't seem to be doing much good. Uh, I think I just might have to grow it back. It's pretty bad uh, here, in, here in PA. Like I said, usually it's just not this cold. I guess this is something we're just going to have to get used to. So, since the last podcast, uh, well, actually on the last podcast, I mentioned that I had gotten, that I had picked up a, uh, a used spacer lift for my LJ. Um, I don't remember if I mentioned it or not, but <clears throat> one of my concerns with lifting my LJ is clearance to get it into my garage. I have this garage that's underneath my house, and over top of the garage is the front porch of the house, and that's sort of an overhang, and there's a slope on top of that, because the garage is lower than the street, because it's under my house. Uh, so there's our driveway slopes down, you know, not steep, just, just enough. And then there's the porch to worry about, and then there's the garage door itself. It seems to be a shorter-than-standard garage door opening, um, so I think that's part of my problem. But anyway, the LJ on 31s with stock suspension, the soft top, the center bow of the soft top, which is right above the main, the center hoop of the roll bar, just has about an inch, maybe inch and a half of clearance between the arm of the garage door uh, and also the, the the door itself when I enter through the through the door and the, the overhang for the porch is almost identical in height to the, the garage door so I have all these things to think about 
I don't know if I can put on this lift, this spacer lift, and uh, and not do something about that clearance problem. I really don't want to have to start parking on the street. And I guess I will if I have to. I don't have much choice. Um, so I started thinking about solutions for that. And um, my father has a TJ with a hard top. His already has a spacer lift on it, but he's got 30s on it instead of 31s. And his fits in my garage. So, 31s should be about half an inch taller, should make the Jeep about half an inch taller than 30s. Unless I got my math wrong, that's a pretty simple one. Uh, and so the only major difference there is the hard top. The hard top doesn't have the, the bow like the soft top does. The soft top, I think, is what my problem is or at least uh, a way to try to solve my problem. So I started looking at frameless soft tops, and uh, I was looking at the Trek Top NX from Desktop, which looks like a really good option. Um, I don't necessarily love the fastback look, you know, the, the slanted rear of the top, uh, which is why I've, I've never really liked frameless tops, because they always have that slant to them, and I never really liked it. But thing with the frameless top is it doesn't have any bows. It hugs the heart or hugs the roll cage, which should gain me three or four inches if I'm estimating right above the uh, the roll bar when I pull the Jeep in and out of the garage. It could be at that point that my windshield frame is the limiting factor, and uh, that's that's a good inch and a half to maybe even three inches lower than the center bow of this soft top. Uh, the LJ soft top really has a, a high arch to it in the center. I don't know if the TJ is the same way. Uh, the LJ, in order to get its length and not have it flap in the wind, uh, they added a bow that's right on top of the the roll bar. Uh, I don't, I don't believe the TJ has that. Maybe it does, and I'm just remembering it correctly. But uh, it basically has this little sort of bracket that rests right on top of the. The Sunrider bars, you know, the, the bars that support the Sunrider with the hinge on it, where they come forward, this thing rests on top of it. It goes up a good two and a half to three inches above the, the Sunrider bars, where, like I said, the frameless tops don't have that. So that the Trek Top NX, uh, unless I'm reading correctly, has a Sunrider built into it, which is kind of a neat feature. But it also has the benefit of, uh, you can just take out all the windows and you end up with a safari top. Which, to me, is more attractive than the Sunrider. Uh, the Sunrider's cool. Uh, I, I do like having the Sunrider as an option when you've got a full top. Uh, it was also neat on the JK hardtop where you can take the front panels out. But I'm not a big fan of having the sun beating down on me while I'm out wheeling or while I'm driving. It also gets into your eyes, you know, while you're trying to drive. That's a problem. So I'm actually a big fan of the opposite of the Sunrider, which is a bikini top and no other top, maybe no other doors. <clears throat> because you get a whole lot of nice open air, but you still get shade, and I really like that. So I think um, the Sunrider is really optional for me. So I ran across a guy on one of the Facebook groups that I'm a member of, uh, one of these part swap places, and he had a best top, uh, Trek top NX, that he wanted to trade, and, you know, I, I got into a conversation with him, and it turned out this would have been a perfect deal, he wanted to just even up trade my soft top for his, 
Uh, his his Trek top seems to be in decent shape. My top's in decent shape. Uh, as far as I can tell, the canvas on this top was replaced shortly before I bought it. Uh, it may have been that the, that the top was new when I brought the thing home, and that was only a year ago. So, uh, yeah, it's in pretty good shape, except for some scuffs and scratches from uh, a couple trips off-road. The problem became that he was in North Carolina, and I'm in Pennsylvania. And obviously, this isn't the sort of thing that we can exchange via shipments. Uh, I can't just take off my top and ship it to him and then wait for him to ship me his, or vice versa. Because we would be both be without tops the whole time, and that'd be kind of a problem. So... That fell through. And I thought, all right, I'll just wait it out. And uh, come springtime, I'll list my top for sale. Try to get enough money to buy a Trek top. Or at least the most of enough money to get a Trek top. I don't know exactly what the top should be worth. Trek top sells for about 700 It seems like for a top in the condition that mine's in, with all the hardware, I should be able to get seven or 800 Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I've been wrong on prices. But, whatever, if I can get a chunk of the money together, and then just have the front, you know, 100 or 200 bucks, I could probably swing that. So the next morning, after I had the conversation with the guy from North Carolina, doesn't another member of the same group message me out of the blue, and uh, offer me to trade his top? Now, this guy's only in Washington, D.C., which is much closer than North Carolina, to where I am in Pennsylvania, it's about a three-hour drive. But he's got a soft topper which is a brand I have never heard of. I've heard of Rampage, I've heard of Pavement Ends, even Quadratech sells tops. Soft topper I've never heard of. So I was a little leery, but I've done a bit of research. Uh, most of the day yesterday I spent just reading up on the soft topper and watching videos of people installing and uninstalling the soft topper and uh, watching videos of people driving down the highway with the soft topper, you know, just to get a feel for what this thing is going to be all about. And it seems like a pretty good top. Um, so if anybody out there has any experience with this thing, and they want to chime in before I commit to this deal, please uh, send me an email, nate at swbcrawler.com, or hit me up on Twitter, at swbcrawler, or send me a message on Facebook, uh, swbcrawler, you know, facebook.com slash swbcrawler. But at any rate, uh, the only major difference I see between this top, the soft topper, and the Trek Top NX is the lack of the Sunrider, which, as I mentioned, really might not be a big deal for me. I may be just fine with that. So, uh, yeah, this, this may be happening. Uh, it could be as early as next weekend, depending on how our schedules line up. We're going to try to meet somewhere halfway and swap tops, which should be fun. I can just picture us at a rest stop on the interstate swapping tops on our Jeeps. Especially in the cold. I hope it isn't this cold next weekend. So that'll hope that'll hopefully get me the clearance that I need, and then I can continue down the road of getting those spacers installed, and then I'll be a lot happier, I think. Um, and to be honest, the look of that that fastback look is kind of growing on me. The more pictures I look at, it's a nice, unique look. At least for the moment, it's unique. Uh, the only downside that I've read with either the track top or the soft topper or any frameless top is that if you upgrade your roll cage, you have to take it into consideration. Um, and I'm not sure what limitations I'm going to have when that day comes yet, but, uh, well, I guess we'll cross that bridge when we get to it, because I 
I feel like uh, roll bar is far enough ahead in the future that I shouldn't be worrying about it yet. Uh, hopefully when that day comes I can come up with a better solution. Or maybe this vehicle won't be a daily driven Jeep by then. And I can just take the top off of it. You know, I don't know. Who knows what the future holds. I guess we'll, uh, we'll find out when, I, when it gets here. <clears throat> so... Aside from my daily happenings, and it being very cold outside, uh, I haven't yet finished my uh, my little computer that I talked about last week, um, but that's coming. Hoping, hoping to pick up some more parts in February, maybe everything I need to complete it, and then get it mounted. Uh, so that'll be that'll be fun once it's there. Then I can actually tell you what the temperature is outside instead of just a, an estimate of it's really freaking cold. So that'll be. That'll be good. The podcast will benefit, and that's that's important to me. So I thought uh, today I would talk about a couple of news articles that I've read regarding the new Wrangler, or at least things that are coming for the Wrangler. Two things that the aftermarket, or I should say the enthusiast industry, has been begging for out of Chrysler and now Fiat for years and years and years. The first is the promise of a diesel motor, diesel engine for the uh, for the Wrangler. Now, none of this is confirmed, or at least not set in stone confirmed. Uh, another site called Autoblog had uh, supposedly gotten inside information from an unnamed source at Fiat, basically stating that the 3.0 liter eco diesel that is already for sale in 1500 Dodge Rams uh, may be in line for the Wrangler in 2018. Well, they didn't specifically say 2018, but they did say it was coming for the Wrangler. Uh, some other information... Oh, and also they, they talked about an 8-speed automatic transmission behind the diesel, which apparently is also available in the Dodge Ram 1500. I guess the motor's been well-received, and uh, it's also the most fuel-efficient pickup that Dodge sells, which is promising for us Wrangler drivers that, uh, that want a little better fuel economy. Uh, they also did go on to say, however, that... So, diesel engines have been more popular in, the, uh, in Europe because, um, because of their fuel economy, and maybe because of their... Uh, pollution standards. However, diesel is generally worse for pollution from what I've read and seen. I mean, we we all heard about the uh, Volkswagen fiasco uh, back in September or so of 2015. Um, I guess with the proper controls in place, they're they're okay, but they're not as maybe they're not as good as, as well. Obviously, as, a, as like a hybrid or something. So in Europe, um, apparently they they have stricter uh, emissions laws that have recently gone into effect, or are set to go into effect in four or five years, or might have been, yeah, four years, I think they said 2020. And because of that, Europe is starting to move away from the diesel, and moving toward, I guess, alternative fuels, or electric cars, or whatever. Um, so of course, that means that America is now looking at diesel engines, because we can never just be up with our 
European counterparts. We have to be a couple decades behind, it seems. I don't know why. We do gasoline, they do diesel. They move away from diesel, we do diesel. I don't get it. Uh, this, you know, all with, with these with, with electric cars on the precipice of, of taking over the roads, uh, things like the Tesla, that by all accounts are just awesome vehicles. And from what I understand, Tesla is planning on moving into the the lower end economy market, not just the high end that it's in today, uh, within the next, I don't know, a couple of years. So, I do wonder where uh, oil consuming engines are headed in the global scope of things, not just in the US. At any rate, uh, we've been itching for a diesel in the Wrangler forever, and it'll be cool to see it finally happen. I am very curious to see how it turns out, because I know diesels have some drawbacks, and that is mostly in the high end, uh, from what I understand, anyway. I've never driven a diesel, I don't own a diesel, I've never owned a diesel, I've never maintained a diesel, but I hear that they have benefits in that they're more resistant to water because they don't have the electrical system that a gasoline motor does. Uh, they have, obviously, much better low-end torque, so they're great for pulling, and probably for crawling, I would assume. Uh, but I hear that the high-end, for like uh, desert racing, you know, whatever, high RPM stuff, they just, they, they kind of fall flat on. So I guess we'll see how that turns out with this diesel motor. Maybe, uh, maybe it won't be as well accepted as we all hope. Maybe it will, who knows. I am curious uh, why the article specifically calls out that it'll have an 8-speed automatic behind it. Does that mean they're not going to offer it with a manual? I don't know. Um, I guess we'll find out. Manual transmissions are getting less and less popular as people move away from the ability to drive manual. I mean, even myself, I'm in an automatic at the moment, even though I prefer driving manual. Uh, I start to wonder if I'm ever going to be able to get a manual again in a new vehicle. It seems like everybody's moving away from it. Well, at any rate, the other article that I had read that I wanted to chat about, the other thing that Wrangler people or Wrangler enthusiasts have been itching for for years is a Wrangler-based pickup. So we all cried for a four-door Wrangler, and when they, uh, when they redesigned 2007, when they released the JK, we got a four-door, which is great. Everybody was happy. Everyone cheered. Um, for years, people have been making custom Wrangler pickup trucks. Uh, you know, people like AEB with the Brute, a lot of other companies that are smaller than AEB. I've been doing pickup trucks. I mean, as far back, the, the, the TJ, the, the Brute had released along with the TJ not along with, but for the TJ. There was another converting uh, conversion uh, place that was doing pickup beds for everything as far back as the YJ, uh, which was cool. Uh, but now it looks like Fiat and Chrysler are are planning to uh, to give us a full-on pickup truck on the base on the Wrangler platform, which is cool. We've seen lots of uh, prototype vehicles. We've seen lots of concepts. Uh, we even see them getting out to events and whatnot, Jeep Jamborees and EJS and whatever. We've seen a lot of Wrangler-based, uh, well, lots of custom vehicles.
principles based on the JK frame. So I guess we'll see how it turns out. I am curious, given these two articles that I've just reviewed, the, uh, the diesel and the pickup, if the diesel engine that we're talking about is slated for that pickup. So the, the pickup, according to the article I read, is slated for 2018. Now, this is the internet, so obviously you can't always trust what you read on the internet. But uh, that would be pretty awesome, I think. Uh, if they really released a regular pickup in 2018, if it has a decent towing capacity, that could be the next vehicle that I purchase. I've been thinking about what uh, what to purchase so that I can tow the LJ. Uh, because my plan is hopefully to get a trailer, and the next time I buy a vehicle, I buy something I can tow a trailer with, and put the LJ on a trailer, and use the LJ as my trail rig. Because it's, it's really a great platform, the LJ, that is. <clears throat> I thought for a long time about buying a four-door Wrangler, which would serve the family well. I'd have lots of room. I'd still be in the Wrangler that I love so much. But really, uh, a vehicle that I could tow the LJ with would actually be a lot more useful. As long as it has the, the safety, you know, obviously to be able to tow, tow a Wrangler on a trailer, and as long as it has the economy that I can drive it every day to work. Most pickup trucks don't fit that model. I thought about things like the Grand Cherokee, because the Grand Cherokee, you can get it with up to a 6,000-pound towing rating. And I know a guy that tows, like, an 8,000-pound boat with his. And he said he had to modify a few things to make it work well, but uh, it's working pretty well for him, which is pretty cool. So that, I mean, I, I could definitely drive a Grand Cherokee every day, but I'd rather something a little more useful uh, pickup truck would give me a pickup truck bed for, for you know hauling things and whatnot. But then again, I can always do that with a trailer behind the Grand Cherokee. So I guess only time will tell. We'll see what's available when I'm ready to buy a vehicle. That'll be when this one's paid off or when I hit the lottery. Um, with Powerball being up there the way it is, maybe uh, maybe I'll start playing the lottery because that's a lot uh, a lot quicker payout than waiting another four years for my uh, LJ to be paid off. Well, I think that's it for today. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, I, I speak to you as though I know there's people listening, and I actually toyed with this idea before I started recording today. If you're listening, do me a favor. Send me something. Let me know that you're a listener. And, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll make up some SWB crawler stickers or something and get them out to you. Uh, send me a tweet at SWBCrawler on Twitter or uh, send me an email, nate at SWBCrawler.com or uh, like I said on Facebook, facebook.com slash SWBCrawler and let me know. Uh, I'd like to get a feel for who's listening and uh, you know maybe start up some dialogue as to what you'd like to hear me chat about. Um, you know, just get myself some, some feedback here. So, alright, uh, that's it for today. Thanks for listening.